right, so getting back into uh, the games from the weekend, we'll start with the uh, LSU-Florida State game. Wild game. Yeah, it was. Um, should, should have never come down to that, but still, a wild game. Very fun to watch. Yeah, special teams definitely played a big role in that game. Yeah, LSU can't catch a damn punt. Yeah. And Brian Kelly roast. I don't know if you saw, he roasted that man. I thought he could catch a punt. I could not. I, I, I guess that's on coaching, but kids got to catch a punt. Yeah, that's for sure. At that level, yeah. Uh, Jaden Daniels. The thing is, that first drive, I was like, holy shit, LSU looks good. See, I picked up midway through the first, beginning of the second. It's when I got on. Yeah, that first drive, I was like, damn. LSU, you know, might have it. And then it just all fizzled out. Florida State, you know, they made adjustments. So, you know, something Matt Luke never did. Uh, He didn't deserve that. He did deserve that. (laughs) He deserves every shot we fire. So, do you think with that loss, do you think Brian Kelly's in hot water? No, not in hot water. Like, the team looked bad, yes. But, I mean, first game under a new regime coming in, like, didn't look good, no, like, because who knows what Florida State is. Like, we still don't know. We don't know what either of these teams are. Like, neither one of them are ranked. Uh, preseason rankings mean jack shit, but, I mean, neither are ranked. Both are big names. Like, I think Florida State's got a lot of talent. I don't know how well that talent's going to pan out. And you know LSU has talent because of the recruiter that was there before Brian Kelly arrived in Coach O. Coach O may not can coach for shit, but that man can sure recruit. Just ask Houston Nutt. Yeah, facts. Um, you know, I think – I really think there's only so far one coach in hot water. That's – yeah. No doubt. Who, same same who, wavelength. Who do you think it is? Scott Frost. Yeah. The man The man couldn't even beat Northwestern. And, and it wasn't even in the tall grass. It was in Dublin. I guess he went and got sauced the night before. I mean, went in Ireland, I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, you got to embrace the culture. But, God, you can't lay an egg like that. Well, especially being up by as many points as they were. Uh, and then that, that stupid on Like, why? Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like people say, well, if he had got it, he's a genius. And I'm like, no. No, you Not stu- even if he had no. gotten it. Like, it's still a stupid decision. You're up two scores. What's what is the need for that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, because Casey Thompson made some good plays, but you know, it's just like they can't put four quarters together. No, in Lincoln. they can't. And they can't win a close game. Something I think about the Scott Frost era that people people don't really realize is is when he was in like year two or three, which is his, what is this year four now? I think year four or five. Pretty sure it's five. Dabo no. had given out like offered like thirty five scholarships. Yeah, and at the same time, in, in that recruiting cycle, Scott Frost in, in Nebraska had had offered like one hundred and thirty three scholarships. You just so that just tells me that you don't know what you're what you need. You don't know what you're identi- You're just trying to go after top athletes. You're just trying to go after whoever will pick Nebraska at that point. Yeah. Like, like just, well, if we offer all these guys, at some point we yeah, got to get three, at least one five-star. That's, that's not a good strategy. You got to pinpoint guys like I get. You want five-stars. You want four-stars. They're the best athletes. I mean, 
Look at Bama and Georgia yeah. and Ohio State, Clemson. Look at those guys. Like, they're the best athletes. But you also have to have guys that fit your system. Like, he can be the best athlete in the world, but if his skill set doesn't align with what offense you're trying to run, what Adrian scheme Martinez. you're running, what scheme you're trying to run defense, it's just not going to work. Yeah, and that's kind of like betting the board. I've done it several times, would not recommend it. But if you your thought process is, well, if I sprinkle a little money all over the place, I can win or break even, and it's like, why do you want to do that? I mean, and you end up losing. Yeah, more times than not, you're going to lose. So what do you think about Ohio State in the Notre Dame game? Uh, we'll get into that in a second. I want to touch back to this LSU game. Okay. What, what else you got? All right, dude, fuck LSU, dude. Keep keep talking shit. What a damn finish. Like, yeah, it was wild. Block two. It never should have come down to that, though. Like, all the running backs got to do for State's catch a damn pitch and walk in the end zone. And it's a and it's a 31-17 game, and it doesn't look as good as it did. Like, with what happened, LSU can walk away and go, okay, well, we played as bad as we could possibly play. And still walked away losing by losing my one should have had overtime, but hell of a block kick. All right, if you're an LSU, like get ready. Period one today was fucking special teams. Like we got to block on field goals, <laughs> and we, can anybody catch a damn punt? Who can catch a punt? I don't care who you are. We'll go to the frat houses. We'll pull Lane Kiffin. We'll go find what we got to find. Just catch it. I just want you to fair catch it and do that. But also in that game was my performer of the week, Jordan Travis, that's his first name, quarterback for Florida State. Yeah, I think so. Hell of a fucking performance, dude. Like, it's not like he was just clean all night either. He was moving, getting flushed out of the pocket, made throw after throw, big throw on third downs. Like, I think they were – at one point they were like 10 of 12 on third down. I think they finished 11 of 17. Little choppy at the end of the game, but that dude played his ass off. Like that was the best performance I saw from week one, bar none. All right, so best performance I saw from week one. I'm gonna tell you this, but don't don't get upset. I'm going to. It for me, it really comes down to two people. All right. I kind of wanted to throw Plumley in this because I think he had a great you know outing, but you know. Who that play? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Rogers at Mississippi State had a hell of a ball game. Really, four hundred fifty yards passing, dude. Yeah, Five it, tutters. Oh, but it's Memphis. Hey, dude, Memphis. Memphis. It's, the, Memphis. it's that offense, though. Like that's he's, fine. He's gonna throw for three hundred. I knew you say that. So I had a backup. So I had a backup. So you can get off of it. I think KJ Jefferson played a hell of a ball game against Cincinnati. He did. I didn't get to see much of that one. That overlapped with another game I was watching. More important to me. So, I mean, I'm a big KJ fan. Wish he would have went to Ole Miss. Um, missed out on him 20 minutes down the road. I mean, we how many times we play golf in his hometown? A ton. So, uh, he had a really good game. Four four touchdowns overall, almost 300, you know, offensive yards. Uh, if he can – if KJ can put the, like, put the ball accurately in those, you know, mid-tier throws – Arkansas is going to be very deadly this year. He slimmed down, too. He's oh, in yeah. a lot better playing shape. I saw one of his runs. He was rolling. And he's still 235, so you really don't want to tackle him. Like, nah. dude look like a monster out there. Now, 
yet to be seen. Can he sit in the pocket and pick defenses apart if he has to? Don't know. But with those legs, he's going to be able to break contain a lot and cause a lot of problems for defenses. Hey, speaking of speaking of a quarterback that's going to cause a lot of problems for defenses, AR fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That dude I don't think him. he actually wants to go by that name anymore. That, he that, released a statement. Tough. Like you put it out there, like it's it's there in my brain. Sorry. All right. First of all, the number fifteen should be retired. At the University of Florida, I thought about that watching the game. Like, come on, man! Like the fact that they haven't done that yet—it's—it's been long enough. Yeah. So that game was wild. I think Utah. Obviously, I think I think the Pac-12 is out of it. The Pac-12 is dead. Like they're not dead for one reason, and that is what I hate about college football right now. They're not dead, but for one reason, and that's because of brand. Oregon proved against Georgia that they can't compete with the big boys this year. Post you sent me, you can wrap it in shiny green, but still a pile of dog shit. <laughs> yes, that's dog shit. That's Bo Nick. And I understand. You can come at me. Ole Miss couldn't be. Don't care. Still dog shit. But who, who said that? Hmm? Who said that? I did. Uh, okay. Well, Ole Miss couldn't beat him. That's fine. That's a. I didn't deserve that. What? I know that they couldn't. Ole Miss hadn't beat Auburn in like six years, and I don't understand why. Not water away from it. Doesn't matter. We'll get. We'll hopefully get them this year. Probably not, but we'll see how it goes. Crips or not. Don't understand it. Craziness always happens. But like them going down, and with Florida, you know, on Pac-12 stand. I love the Pac-12. They're slept on, but we both do. But it's going to be hard to get back in it. I think USC's legitimately their only shot. If they run the table, yeah. They, yeah if, they, if USC runs the table, they're not going to keep them out. Like, there's no way they're going to keep them out if they're undefeated. Because I think coming out of the Big 12, everybody out of the Big 12, I think, is going to have a loss. Very possible, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan comes out of the Big 10, they're in. Yeah. Like, auto. Notre Dame undefeated, they're in. Not well, undefeated. they're not undefeated there anymore. You go. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Thank God. Clemson goes undefeated. They're in. That that I think that's going to be the debate because I think one loss Georgia against an undefeated Bama. I think if you have that same situation, they're both going to be in. The committee showed you that they're clearly going to be the most two talented teams in the country. They're going to be in. So then you have them two. And Ohio State or Michigan, and then there's one slot open. And what I'd be interested to see is undefeated USC, undefeated Clemson, and one loss Texas. And the one loss being to Alabama? Yeah. Where do you go? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. All right. That, that would be a good – that would be a dilemma for the committee because then you have – You have three brands. You got brand, brand, brand. Like, then it comes down to Georgia and Texas, probably. Georgia's probably going to get in, strength schedule, all that hoopla, wah, rah. But, I mean, I Big 12's going to have, you got Oklahoma and you got Baylor. I mean, those are going to be two quality wins if they can get those. But I think Georgia's resume will stack up over that. USC's resume, while undefeated, is going to be bad. The only win they're going to have to lean on is Utah, probably. 
Assuming Utah doesn't fall off. Utah's not going to fall off. That's a good football team. Like, so you that, think that potentially they would only have two losses, one of them being to USC? Yeah. Or three going to the Pac-12 championship game. But it, Utah's a really good football team. Like, They had a chance to win it right there at the end against Florida. Unfortunate pick. Guy made a great play, read the thing. Cam Rising stared it down. Unfortunate. Really wanted him to pull that out. But depending on how Florida season goes now, that's a gauge for how Utah is perceived. Yeah. So you never know. But I'm pretty sure the Pac-12 is out. That's, Tech, I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. Texas can't beat Oklahoma. So they're probably at least going to have two losses. I don't think they beat Bama this week. We'll get into that. But, I mean, who knows? It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out if all those things happen. I don't think Clemson's going to get through the season undefeated, to be honest with you. That defense is stout, but I mean, that offense is not good. No, it's not. I mean, I just don't think ukulele's the the the, the answer. And we talked, Which, yeah, and I, I I wasn't big on that dude coming out of high school. And we talked about it on the podcast before about him skipping out on the Elite Eleven because of his being with his team and doing all that. Hit me this week. I think the real reason he skipped out on that because that is pro style, sitting back in the pocket and throwing the football. I think he didn't want to get exposed. Very possible. He doesn't throw a good ball. No, right. and like even when he was at St. John Bosco, like they were like his offensive coordinator, the first mistake, you know, our boy makes, and it's like, oh, he goes, hey, coach, can I put DJ? Can I go with DJ? Can I go with DJ? And then finally the head coach is like, yes. And it's like, damn, dude, show some loyalty. This I dude's mean, a, a three-year starter, senior, and you're just uh, one mistake, and you're going with DJ because he's the shiny new toy. DJ's just bigger than everybody. He can, as shit happens, he can just tuck it and go, and nobody's going to tackle him. People are as big as you now, dog. Like, Pitt's going to be a tough game for him. They got an elite defensive line. Miami's going to be a tough game for him. Like, the ACC's better as a whole, I think, than they have been. NC State's going to surprise some people. I don't think they're as good as people say they are. They're still a good football team. Yeah, they still have a good quarterback. Yeah, like. And going back to the debate for a playoff down the road, that I think that puts an undefeated Clemson over USC, just strength of conference. And I think one thing that we learned with, with Dabo is he's comfortable making those tough decisions that's going to benefit his team. We saw it with Trevor Lawrence over Kelly Brown. Yeah, we're, I I think we're going to see Kay Klubnick at some, some point this season. Yeah, and he, he played in that game the other night. And I think he'll end up being their star because I play Furman this weekend. Yeah. So you're going to see him a lot, I feel like. Um, which, ironically, the first episode we ever did of this podcast was the Kelly Bryant transfer. And so maybe we're coming full circle a little bit. I mean, it's, it's pieces are coming together. What do you think of, uh, of uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame? Well, Ohio State come out and proved what a lot of people said they weren't. Like Ohio State's flashy. They got all the five stars on the edge. They got the skill guys. They're not tough. They showed you they could win a game with their top receiver going out, Jackson Smith and Jigba, didn't play basically at all in the whole game. And then Travion Henderson was battling injury throughout that whole game as well. But up front, they dominated. Yeah. I get it's Notre Dame, but, I mean, 
they dominated, they looked good, they didn't have it moving on offense, and they showed you they could win a ball game the hard way. And that's something they needed to prove. I think they're still vulnerable, but top to bottom on the offensive side of the ball, I think other than probably Alabama, I think they're the best offense in the country, like bar none. Like they have the best quarterback in the country, in my opinion, and C.J. Stroud, best pro-style, pro-ready quarterback. I mean, I know Bryce Young is Bryce Young, but translating, I think C.J. Stroud's the best. I think their receiver room's the best. Their backs are damn good as well. So, everybody knows I like Ohio State, but, I mean, like, it's a really good football team up there. Yeah, and I think, you know, Marcus Freeman is going to do a lot of good things at Notre Dame. Um, something I think people didn't talk about a lot was the fact that this guy had a chance to win a national championship in his second game as a head coach because at the time he was named, they were still in the running to be in that playoff last year. Yeah, And I remember saying, like, guys, nobody's talking about this, like, this dude could go two and zero and have a national championship under his belt, which it didn't happen. Obviously, it didn't they didn't work go out to that way, But I mean, I, I love Marcus Freeman. Yeah, I think that was a really good hire by Notre Dame, and you you saw it on the field Saturday night. Like that Notre Dame team compared to Brian Kelly teams in big games, like they didn't move the ball, they didn't score, but I mean, they were more disciplined. They were disciplined, they were competitive, and they fought their tails off. Like. They played harder in that one game in the big game than I think Notre Dame has played on the big stage in the past five, six years. Like, they look like a better football team. They played hard for that man. And I think he's going to be a really good coach down the line. May never leave. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be Lou Holtz, Holtz type. Like, you don't have to if run me works, out of – Yeah, I hope it works out because, I mean, like, I don't know the guy, but, I mean, like, everything I see on the guy, like, Great A, good stuff. Yeah, I don't know if that's his dream job, but you know my my opinion on on dream jobs. You don't take them you don't first. take them first. No, but I mean, like, I think ultimate guy played at Ohio State. I mean, I think ultimately that would be the place for him. Like, if he would, if he were to leave Notre Dame, but I mean, yeah, but let's just think about this for a second. If Something tragic, God forbid it, don't want it to happen. Something tragic happens to Ron Day, can no longer coach the Ohio State Buckeyes. Marcus Freeman is not going to be their first phone call. Who is? Luke Fickle. Yeah, you're right. And Cincinnati went down to Arkansas after losing basically their entire roster. And yeah, I mean, deep into the fourth quarter, that was a game. Like, yeah, Cincinnati, I think, like, look at them, like, one year hit one, like, in the group of five, moving to the Big 12, right? Yeah. And expansion, and who knows how the Big 12 will be perceived without Texas and Oklahoma, I know. But, I mean, like, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with for a while. I mean, Luke Fickle's built a great program there. Yeah, and, I mean, like, the, the, the quarterback they started on Saturday, they basically, in what's harker, they sent him out on loan. He goes to Cincinnati, can't win the job. So he transfers to Eastern Michigan, plays for two years, and then he comes back and then wins the Cincinnati job. Yeah. So, you know, he's got talent. I think they'll end up at some point going with a sophomore they have on the roster just because he's more dynamic. But I don't know. We'll see. I think Cincinnati, they're going to – this may end up being their only loss of the season. Yeah, more so, than likely. You know, playoff out of the picture for them yeah, for they're, sure. They're done with that. But, I mean, they're – They're still – they're, I think – 
they're gonna they're my picks represent the group five off of the performance they showed. Like I was iffy on them going into Saturday, but I mean after that, like yeah. it's gonna come to me. It's gonna come down to them or you uh, UCF. Yeah, because I think UCF's gonna be a really good football team this year. Uh, like I said earlier, Plumley had a great game. That system is built for a yeah, player of his like, style. That is his system. Even like, when he entered the portal, I was like, he's going to UCF. If like he he's if he's not go if he does not go to Southern Miss to go home to rake in the NIL deals. I mean, if imagine him going to Southern Miss, like the Toyota Hattiesburg commercials we would see. Yeah. Good move for him though. Yeah. I think it was shitty they didn't let him play baseball this year for whatever reason. Yeah, that's sort of screwy with all the transfer stuff. But like the rules are rules. So, yeah, I think I think you, it's going to come down to to those two teams in in the same conference, and we'll see it. Well, I'm probably going to see it twice. Yeah, like, when that game pulls up on schedule, get by TV and watch it. It's going to be a good game for sure. All right, so let's get to the meat of this. Let's get into picks. Hold on, one more thing before you get into picks. Thoughts on the um. NCAA committee, whatever, deciding to expand the playoffs to 12 teams. It's inevitable. It was inevitable. But how do you feel about it? All right, we know it was inevitable, but how do you feel about it? Well, so I know they hadn't released all the details and how that's going to work in the bowl games and stuff, but we've been saying for a long time, if you expand it to 12, you got to do the home and home. with You got to do top four buys, home and home. I see gets home. Yeah. I see plays at home. So taking the top six – because I like how they worded it, the top six uh, ranked conference champions. So, meaning, like, potentially you would get a Mountain West team over an American team. Yeah, like, depending on how it shakes out, which I don't agree with that, but it is what it is. Well, you never know with the group of five, you know what I mean? Because – I still don't agree with Boise State's still a brand. Yeah, but they're not going to be Which the other teams would get in. Yeah. But I mean, that's just saying, like, if that's gonna, but that takes away from putting it this way. So, like, one through eights at home, yeah. or six, five through eights at home. Okay, so you're gonna take potentially a one loss SEC team from the West that is possibly gonna have to go on the road against a. Cincinnati or a Boise State that's undefeated just because they're undefeated. Like that part I don't like, but is what it is. That's just because you're a season ticket holder. I mean, yes, proudly, but is what it is. I think that that's where you find out if they're if they're worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I just think it should be one through one through twelve. High C goes like conference. Like they've shown you. Like you can't just backtrack and say conference champions matter now. You've proven they don't. Year one, you proved they did. Like they don't. Like Notre Dame gets in over conference champions. Like Cincinnati gets in. Like it does. It doesn't matter. Georgia gets in over undefeated conference champion. Like conference champions don't matter. You show me that. So why do they all of a sudden matter? And the, they may not. They may take the top twelve, like the twelve teams, but then re-rank them in their own way. You know what I mean? The top twelve is the top twelve. All right. Your final ranking is your final ranking. Don't go through, tweak it, whatever. So you think just, they should just take the top twelve? Yeah, top twelve is what it is. If you're one through eight, you get to host again. 
Well, like, see, this is their problem though. They, they they're trying to please everybody, and they you can. can't. Like you're no, no matter how you do it, you're not going to please everybody. The top twelve, rank them in order. Doesn't matter what conference they're in. Doesn't matter where they play, who they play. The top twelve teams are the top twelve teams. We're trying to figure out the best, right? Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not trying to figure out. Oh, these are the, this team's the best from the group of five, or this team's the best in the American. If they're not one of the top twelve teams in your mind that they've proven throughout the year, they don't get in. Like I don't like it doesn't matter. We're trying to figure out who's the best college football team of the year. Yeah, and I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like I don't think a conference champion that would that would represent that sixth spot is not going to be in the top twelve. Just well, based no, off they're, of they're going to be in the top twelve. My thing's hosting. Like say. Just for sake of talking about UCF or Cincinnati, those are going to be the two this year. Like they're your two, but say UCF comes out of it and they got two losses, or Cincinnati comes out of it, they have two losses. Are they a top six team? Over, like we talked about, our are they over Clemson or S- one loss Arkansas? Just they, take that for example, because Arkansas yeah, already beat them. Like yeah. Like you run into that, Arkansas may be the fourth team in the SEC or the third team in the SEC. Twelve team playoff, the SEC is going to get four teams in. Love it, hate it, what? Like you're putting two and four, and Big Ten is probably getting two. They're at least going to have four. Big Ten is going to have two. Shit, they're going to have three because you're going to have combination of Wisconsin. Oh, dude, don't give me that. Just, Just think about it though. Think about with conference and how they're aligned. You're going to have Wisconsin, USC on the same side. Iowa's going to be on that side if they have their year and win 11 games. You never know. The same then, Iowa team that didn't score a touchdown the other nah, day? You're not this, but you know what I'm saying. Then you have Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. Like, there's six teams, realistically five teams. Five teams out of the Big Ten every year that – they have one loss, even two loss. They're in, like off of brand. You're looking. They have two and losses. Notre Dame will be in every year with twelve teams. They're going to be hard to keep out. Notre Dame, one loss. They're in. SEC, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Bama, LSU, A and M. Like you look at those teams. I'm not going to throw Ole Miss in there because people, are like, but I mean, like if they keep trending on the same proje- trajectory they have been with Kiffin, like. You're going to have to throw them in there. They would have made it last year. If yeah, the, if there's, the, yeah. There's seven, te- eight teams right there in the SEC that every year you look at, they have a legit shot. So, I mean, and with Ohio, or not Ohio State, Oklahoma and Texas coming, I mean, there's two more. Like, they're going to have nine teams every year that you have to take a serious look at. ACC is the ACC. It's going to be the weak, weakest other in the Pac 12, probably. Who knows what the Big 12 will be? Like, those conferences are going to get screwed. So, you're telling me a one loss, Texas A&M to Alabama, and a two loss, Ole Miss or Arkansas or LSU, even throw Auburn in there. Shit, doesn't matter. Like, you're going to say a two-loss team in the SEC with the conference that it's going to be in should be kept out because it's going to happen. They're going to be kept out over an undefeated Big 12 champion. 
or an undefeated Pac-12 champion. Well, I mean, we saw we said this from the start, like because that first year when when the Big Twelve presented TCU and Baylor as co-conference champions, that's when people really were like, especially the committee, were saying, "Well, you got to win your conference to get in." Yeah, and we can't take one of these champions without taking the other because they both had the resume to go. Now we both know who it should have been. Um, found out the hard way was in the building. So they just left both of them out, mm-hmm. and then it then it became well, you have to win your conference to get in, and then no. Bama doesn't win their conference one year, and then and they Saban's like, well, I think we should go after he's already said you need to, you got to win your conference. I, but as they should have went, though, you're always like, going to get even if you go to sixteen teams, it doesn't matter. There's always, someone's always going to get left. There's out. always going to be seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. There's going to be 13, 14, 15. That's just right on the cut. Like you said, it. You're never going to please anybody. And but, and don't don't mistake it. If the committee thinks that down the road, oh, if we put sixteen teams in, we're going to make way more money. They're it, going to put sixteen gonna, teams. It's going to get there. Yeah. But I mean, like, you can't come out with conference. Like I'm, I'm going to say it. And then the last time, like, you can't say that conference championships matter if you're going to do it. You have to take the 12 best teams, no matter who they are, what conference they're in, where they play. If you're not one of the 12 best teams, you don't go. I don't care if they're six SEC teams or six Big Ten teams. We're trying to find out who's the best. And if those teams deserve to go, they deserve to go. It shouldn't be, oh, this team won their conference. We can't do that. But that's how it's going to be. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see, though. Like I, I'm ready for, you know, to get to that point to where we actually are bitching about who gets in. Because you know, Ole Miss will be ranked 13th. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> like that's a, that's just how it's gonna go. Like that's our luck. All right, I, I'm done on that. We can get into picks. All right, getting into picks. I I don't know what the last record was, but if I had to guess, I won. You beat me. I won. Don't don't say you don't. You know I won. We'll just do a agree to disagree on that one. About to wax that ass again this year. Just get ready for Since it. Since I'm an engaged man, I've made a decision to to not gamble all of our money away. Smart. So I still wrote the spreads down just to give you an idea yeah. of, of what they're thinking. But I'm not going to give any gambling advice because I'm not taking it. Fair. You know what I mean? So if not, I say not, not that the people are listening anyway, but if, so if if you hear well, you know, I mean, Faden. we still have a buddy that'll text me every every. Fade. What should I bet today, man? What should I bet? Fade. Gave channel. him a good bet last weekend. He lost all of his bets. Well, did you take the one I gave you? Because it hit. Well, no, I didn't. Well, well, tough shit. Fade Chandler. All right. Louisville at UCF. They're playing on Friday night. UCF's a six and a half point favorite. Who are you taking? Give me JRP and the boys. All right, this is yeah. Louisville looked terrible against Syracuse. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the boy. I'm I'm gonna get on the Gus bus. UCF. Like, this I'm, offense, I'm a big Malzahn fan. I'm not afraid to admit it. The offense was built for JRP. Like, yeah, JRP dark, and Nick Marshall. Those are dark dark horse Heisman with JRP. Like early, like mark it down, like. In this offense, Dark Horse Heisman. All right, next up we got probably the game of the week in in terms of brand. 
Uh, Alabama's going on the road to Austin to play Texas. They're a 20-point favorite. Easy. Horns down. Yeah. Roll Tide. I mean, I just it's crazy to me that this is the game of the week. I mean, it's because it's the brand, and I get it. I'm going to find out what Texas is. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're a 20-point home underdog. Find out what you are. Now, the thing is, is like last week, spreads that were like three touchdowns or more, I think there were seven or eight, all of them hit. All of those teams covered. I don't think they're going to cover. Not a gambler anymore. It's it's Bama. They're probably going to go prove a statement. So this is a very interesting one to me. Uh, we got South Carolina going on the road already for SEC matchup. They're taking on Arkansas and Fayetteville. Arkansas is eight and a half point favorites. Who are you taking? I really want to take Carolina in this one. I really do. I like what Shane Beamer's building over there. They got a great quarterback. If this game was week five or week six, no doubt I'm going to take the Gamecocks. But like at home, we all know how Arkansas is. Those fans, tough place to play. Like you don't understand it. It just is because you have all the people in the stands going woo, like grown adults doing that. Like that should up. be illegal. But I'm gonna take the Hogs against my better judgment. Okay, so when I saw this in in preseason, looking through schedules and stuff, I was like, that's interesting. Arkansas is gonna be coming off the Cincinnati win. Really thought Arkansas would beat them. You know, um. I am going to go South Carolina because I think this is going to be an early slip up for Arkansas. Uh, so I'm going to do what you don't have the balls to do. I'm going to take them there. Next up, we got Wake Forest at Vandy. Wake Forest, 13 point favorites. I think you told me earlier our boy is making a comeback. Sam Hartman's clear to play. Don't know if he'll play or not. Don't know. But is Vanderbilt um, taking the Demon Deacons? Yeah, Vanderbilt. Hawaii has to be the worst fucking football team ever assembled this year. Bandy gave up 31 to Elon. And they put up 63. I mean, and Hawaii, you, do you know who Hawaii plays this week? No. Michigan. Oh, tough. Michigan's 51-point favorites. Oh, as they should be. I did, see, like, I kind of want to go gamble on that just to say no. Michigan's going to cover the spread. No. No, don't do it. I'm going to take Wake, Wake Forest as well. Based on the fact that I feel like Vandy is imp- has improved, I don't know because I really think Hawaii might be that bad. Yeah. Um. Big Sam Hartman guy. If Hartman plays 100%. Absolutely. If not, it's a toss-up. Yeah, if not, I'm going to say 60% Wake Forest. So, but I'm still going to go with the Demon Deacons. Uh, next up, interesting matchup here. We got Mizzou going on the road to take Kansas State. K-State's an eight-point favorite. Who you got? Uh this is a tough one. I'm going to go with the boys from Little Apple in Manhattan, and I'm going to roll with K-State. Yeah, same. I mean, I just – I'm a climbing fan. I like them. Um, I'm not high on Missouri yet. Uh-uh. You know, I think they may have a better season than last year, but I, I'm still going to roll, roll with the Wildcats here. Good pick. All right. We got South Alabama taking on Central Michigan. Uh, Central Michigan are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Who are you taking? Well, I'm going to do this one for my boy Allen. Strictly baseball-related. He hates playing South Alabama, Southern Miss baseball fan. 
hates playing South Alabama, so I think that the Broncos go down and they get it done. All right. Uh, they're not the Broncos, by the way. That's Western Michigan. Oh, my the fault. The Chippewas. Oh, my fault. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Jaguars in this one. Almost went to South Alabama sometimes. Some days I still wish I would have. Um, I think that they're a program on the rise. So, yeah, I'm going to go with them. Next up, we got Tennessee at Pitt. Tennessee, six-and-a-half-point favorites. I know you're a Narduzzi guy. What are you thinking here? I am. I like that D-line. Where's it at? It's in Pittsburgh. E. Mm. Tennessee owes them after last year. But it doesn't matter. I think Pitt gets it done. Ooh. I'm going to go Tennessee. Uh, I'm not high on Pittsburgh that much. Should, in my opinion, should have lost to West Virginia. I just hate Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a Tennessee guy, but I do think that people are way too high on Narduzzi. Fair. That defense line is stout, though. They bro. do look good. I mean, but it was also West Virginia, too. I don't, I, I don't, JT really, Daniels, bro. Yeah. Graham Harrell, bro. Houston at Texas Tech. Texas Tech's a three point home favorite. Um, Interesting fact, Texas Tech's boosters have been shelling out that old money like there ain't no fucking tomorrow. As they should in the NIL climate. I'm going to roll with a group of five. I'm going to go with Cougars and Dana Holgerson strictly because he wears hats now. Oh, that's something you said for a long time. Yeah, good call, Dana. Good call on the hats. Like It was it was time to get the visor up. Do you either, think his wife told him that? I don't know. It was either go bald and rock the visor or keep the hair. and. You can't. It, that's the thing, though. Like, if you're bald, why are you rocking the visor? Let it flow out the back. If you're going to keep the hair, let it flow out the back. Don't nobody need to see all that up top. <laughs> it's just a bad look. All right, so I'm going to go with Red Raiders here because I like Zach Kidley, their offensive coordinator, what he does. Um, and, I mean, they're going to – this game's going to have a lot of passes in it. I'll be surprised if there's not 150 total passes thrown. Jesus Christ. They're, I mean, they're going to air the ball out. So, I got Texas Tech in that one. Next up, we got Iowa State at Iowa. Somehow, Iowa is a three-and-a-half fucking point favorite. It's in Kinnick? Yeah. Give me the Hawkeyes. Okay. You think they score a touchdown? Yeah. Iowa owns this game. I'm going with the tradition of the game here. Like, Iowa State can't get it done. They always blow it late. Give me the Hawkeyes. All right, so I have a buddy of mine. Ironically, you know, met him at the gym when I was in Oxford. He worked in compliance. Won't give his name out. Um, Went to Iowa. Is a two-time national wrestling champion with the Iowa Hawkeyes. The what? I'm going to go with them in this game, and they do score two touchdowns. Good call. I thought we were going to be split there, but I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you went with me. The quarterback had a 1.1 QBR. Can't be any worse, right? Uh, I don't know, man. It'd be tough. I didn't, even think, I didn't even think that would be possible. Defense is elite, though. Yes. Defense is always stout. Hard place to play. All right, next up, we got a group of five game. I think this is going to be a really good matchup. UAB at Liberty. UAB is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me the Blazers. Ooh. Quarterback trouble for Hugh Freeze up there. Top guys going down. Don't know if he'll be able to play this week or not. Struggled in the Rocket, Hattiesburg. 
had to go to the four overtimes to beat Southern Miss, who didn't, who had Frank Gore at quarterback in the yeah. second half. Give me UAB. So, I'm not going against you, Freeze. I think the backup quarterback played better than Charlie Brewer would have. I think that with him getting all the first team reps this week, their offense is going to look better. So, you know, give me the home dogs for sure. Turn of events. I usually like home dogs. Next up, we have my beloved Sun Devils, the Fighting Herm Edwards. Arizona State going to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. OK State's 11-point favorites. Who are you taking? OK State's defense was trash last week. Doesn't matter. Give me Oklahoma State. See, this is another one. Um, I really should pick Oklahoma State here. But you know me, man. I, I'm not going against Herm. I don't, Herm's done. This is last year. I don't year. give a shit what he allegedly did. This is last year. All right. Forks up. Bad pig. All right. So we got USC taking on Stanford. USC's nine point favorites on the road. Who are you taking? Stanford's a hard place to play. They just hadn't had it lately of late. I think Lincoln Riley and company go in there and handle business. Yeah, same. I just I don't think that Stanford's got the the power anymore like they used to. Um, I would even take USC to cover in this game. They're they're going to win by two scores. All right, we got Boston College going on the road to take on Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's three point favorites in this one, coming off a bad loss. Who are you taking? It's hard for me to bet against Virginia Tech at home. Very hard. I'm going to do it, though. Give me Boston College. Whoa. We're on the same page here because I'm going with Boston College in this one. Virginia Tech did not look good. You can't lose to Old Dominion. and I don't care if you win. They may come out and win by four touchdowns. You lost to Old Dominion, not going to pick you. Yeah, same. I mean, like that's almost as bad as if you went out and lost to Bowling Green. Touchy subject still. <laughs> All right, we got your favorite football team, the Mississippi State Bulldogs, going on the road, playing in Pacific time, Arizona Wildcats. They're, the Bulldogs are 11-point favorites. Who are you taking? Mississippi State fans are going to hate me for this because every time on this podcast that I've predicted Mississippi State to win a ball game, they have lost. So I'm going to do it again. Give me the Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm thinking the Bulldogs, too. I don't think this is a game they lose, though. They shouldn't. The only but, thing is, is you know, they're playing on their time, Arizona's time. I don't know? think it's that big of a deal. No. Nah. I mean, we should, we should beat Cal when we went over there. College kids, they're up late anyway. All right, so the last one in college football, uh, and then we'll do five NFL picks. Baylor at BYU. BYU's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Who are you taking? I don't know, man. Like, going into Mormon country is tough. Give me Baylor, though. I, I just – I don't – I can't pick BYU. Like, can't – not going to get into why. Just can't do it. You know, uh, I originally wanted to go with Baylor here, and it was kind of a toss-up for me. So, just to be different, I'm going to go BYU. Dave Aranda's doing good things. I had to sit in the Superdome in January and tote that ass whooping. His defense put on us. So, 
Give me the Bears. The Bears. All right, so going to the NFL. Um, Thursday night football, kicking it off. We got Bills at Rams. Bills, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Not that the NFL actually matters as far as favorites. Nah. Um, so who are you taking in that one? Super Bowl hangover. Give me the Bills. Yeah, I'm going Bills. I think this actually could potentially be a preview of the Super Bowl. No. Nah. I, th- I think this will be the year the Bills actually go, though. No. Nah. You don't think so? No. Nah. You think Joe Burrow is going to go over them? No. Nah. All right, so who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl then? The Browns. The Okay. So I'm going to go Bills in that one also. Up next, we got Saints at Falcons. Saints, five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Who are you taking? Fuck the Saints. All my homies hate the Saints. Go Falcons. Yeah, okay, dude. All right, I'm going Saints in that one. I will never pick the Falcons ever again. Never be- Betting advice for people. If the mascot's a bird, do not bet on them. Bad luck. All right, up next, we got your beloved Browns going on the road to take on Baker Mayfield and the Cincinnati Panthers. I love Baker Mayfield. Did I say Cincinnati? Yeah, I don't know what you said. Yeah, Carolina Panthers. Get it right. Exactly. You can't even say their name right. <laughs> I love Baker Mayfield. I won't talk bad on that man. He got screwed. But can't bet against the Brownies going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield is going to fuck them up. So, going Panthers in this one. It is Christian McCaffrey season, so who knows? Uh, we got Raiders at Chargers. Chargers three-point favorites. Who are you taking? Chargers struggle in big games. Give me the Raiders. Ooh, good pick. I'm going Chargers. I like Herbert. Just not going to go against him. That offense is going to be nasty for the, for the Raiders, almost at Oakland. Well, that's better. At least they used to be Oakland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Panthers never were in Cincinnati. Not that we know of. Yeah, There may be a Panthers youth football league there. <laughs> All right, last one. We got pa- Patriots at Dolphins. Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Who are you taking in this one? Whose favorites? The Dolphins. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, th- they added a lot of pieces. Yeah, but you haven't seen those pieces in action yet. Two has slept on Tua doesn't get the respect he deserves. He's going to earn it this year. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, so I'm going to go Dolphins in this one. My boy, uh, one of my buddies, he's actually flying to Miami this weekend to go to this game in person. He's got pretty decent seats. Uh, So for him, I'm going to go Fins. Hope they win for him so he doesn't waste all that money. It won't be wasted. Trip to Miami will be a good time. Well, dude, it's, it's the comeback. It's great to be back. It is. We're going to do these once a week, I think, is what our schedule allots for. Yeah. So, we'll do preview uh, and the picks every week. Uh, we'll publish this either tomorrow or Thursday. Let that marinate. But uh, you got anything you want to add before we get out of here? I nah, pretty much covered it, man. Just glad we're doing it again. Yeah, well, I'm glad you texted me and said, hey, you want to get the band back together? And I was like, well, you know, does a bear shit in the woods? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs>